And hello, everybody. Meteorologist Dave Turley here. And I'm, of course, joined, as always, by meteorologist Andrew Gordon. Andrew, how are you doing this week? Good, good. You know, it's hot. I think it's taken a lot out of us, but uh, it's kind of expected this time of year, a little bit on the warm side of things. And we are going to dive into that heat a little bit, talk to you guys about it here in just a moment. Yeah, uh, on this First Lord Weather podcast today, we are going to be talking about uh, what's going on in the tropics. We're getting closer to the peak of the hurricane season, climatologically speaking. It usually occurs middle of September. I think September 10th is the peak of the uh, hurricane season. Uh, so we're recording this on September 3rd. So again, we're getting close to it. And it's very active in the tropics. We have five areas, two tropical systems, and three areas we're watching into the Atlantic. Um, so as we get closer to uh, into next week, could be having a couple systems trying to d- get out there in the Eastern Atlantic. But let's talk about what we have right now. We had Tropical Depression Omar, which thankfully wasn't really a big concern for anybody. Probably, I think, brought some higher surf maybe for the East Coast of the U.S., but it moved well north yeah. of Bermuda and uh, is continuing to weaken and is expected to really become a non-tropical system coming up by Friday and no real impact on anybody else. Well, you don't want to talk about uh, Nana? What we got with yeah, Nana? you know, we've got Nana now. <laughs> it's a fun one. That would have been, a, you know, more of a, a fun name, I guess, if you can have a fun one to track. But this one, uh, not an impact to the United States. That's over Guatemala and uh, Mexico as well. Tropical storm right now. It's going to try to hop over uh, across oceans, but uh, really dissipating it. That's not a likely scenario. And uh, I think, you know, for us, we're usually looking out to the that main development region, uh, especially this time of the year. And it's not disappointing. There are three different areas out there that we're looking at. Dave. Yeah. And they're all out there in the Eastern Atlantic. And uh, they're the, you're going to hear the Cabo Verde Islands a lot. Because there's a lot of waves when they talk about it. If you ever read the Tropical Weather Outlook issued by the National Hurricane Center, they talk about that in relation to where these storms are. So uh, the first one uh, we're talking about is located several hundred miles to the west-southwest of the Cabo Verde Islands. It's disorganized now. It is going to try to develop into something uh, we got about a 40% chance of that development here as it continues to make its way out westward. Uh, I don't see much in the way of computer models really doing much with this system. So that's definitely some good news. But there are a couple other waves that we're watching. And the big one is actually now kind of southwest, or I should say south of the Cabo Verde Islands. And that one is going to take a more movement to the west-northwest. And that's got a 70% chance of development. And computer models do try to develop this system where it wants to go. Uh, it Hopefully right now what I was looking at is it looks like it's going to be a fish storm. Uh, taking that turn and bypassing the east coast of the U.S. But have yeah, you seen you know, that same thing? All, all things considered, yes, it's active over in that area. But, you know, this far out you want to see no impact for us. And that's what we're seeing. You know, sometimes we look out a week, a week and a half, and these storms cross the ocean, go across the the greater Antilles and get closer to us. And we're like, oh, we're just going to have to keep watching it. Um, Don't, you know, don't get too worried about it now. But the same can be said, you know, models this far out are really not that accurate. But to, to that point, you would rather them this far out not have us in an area of concern, which is the case, versus half us in one. 
a week to a week and a half out. So right now, really not anything overly concerning at all for, for us here locally in the, the low country and coastal empire, which is good news. But, you know, as we know, and we've seen in the past, storms, you know, just because it's peak season, that's the peak activity that doesn't mean peak impact. So, um, you know, Matthew was beginning of October um, and, you know, you know, it could be very well a month from now before we're dealing with something. I know that we're all kind of trying to find comfort in, in 2020. And I feel like everyone's jumping into wanting to jump into fall and, you know, that the comfort of that, you know, just brings with you kind of over summer. And I just don't want people to let their guard down because I could see October maybe being a little bit more active than normal versus September and everyone's like oh September and they highlight their calendar but in all honesty October has the ability to be pretty active as well and I believe us oh go ahead we we just can't you know let our guard down we're definitely not but for for those of you listening I don't want to put one more thing on our plate for this year because it's been a long one but uh you know, just because we're peak hurricane season, it's active, but we don't have anything locally. That's good news, but it doesn't mean that we couldn't later on. Yeah, and if you remember back in the in the past, uh, Superstorm Sandy came. It was late October. It was around uh, Halloween, I believe, when that was impacting areas of the uh, Mid Atlantic and the Northeast. And this year, you mentioned it could be lasting a little bit longer. So October could be certainly it's possible. Uh, be an active part of the year. We have very warm ocean water temperatures. And as you mentioned, this is the time of the year that we normally start to see more activity there in the east and central areas of the Atlantic and storms try to develop and cross over the Atlantic. And if you got the warmer water temperatures, uh, that could you know enhance some of that activity. And that's what we're seeing uh, this year. It's been a very active season. You know, as we get later in the season as, as well, something we have to watch for is, you know, it's, it's the tale of the, the changing seasons. You've got cold fronts that try to come down from the mid-Atlantic and, and sometimes they'll stall off the coast and they'll hang out there and the, the conditions could be right for, you know, a load to spin up closer to shore. So that's something as well as we get later in the season, we're not looking all the way in the eastern Atlantic and tracking something for a week and a half it could be a storm that maybe develops a little bit closer to shore. That's a little quicker developing as well. So, you know, that's just climatologically hurricanes develop in different areas based on different months because of um, just how the seasons are. And that's something that we'll be watching out for. But as of now, you know, we're looking, looking uh, good for now. I don't want to say clear. We're looking okay for now. <laughs> yeah. Never want to jinx ourselves. We got to knock on some wood here. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's always good to be prepared. We are in the hurricane season. We say it all the time. You have to be prepared for anything that could develop quickly and have an action plan. Know what you're going to do and where you would go to keep you and your family, you know, uh, safe. And uh, whether it's an evacuation or whether it's hunkering down, you know, if you're in a surge zone or not, you know, you already decided that hopefully before we got into hurricane season. So if something was to happen in the rest of this year, you can uh, make action and take action, I should say, and um, take action accordingly. But thankfully, it is pretty quiet. So we're going to turn our attentions from the tropics to what we have going on here lately is the heat. We are talking yeah, about some well above spring. average temperatures and near record levels as well. Yeah, you know, it is, it's really hot and not just that, but it's pretty, pretty humid. You know, the dew points have been pretty high as well. I know this morning, Kutter and I on the, on the, on daybreak, we're talking about how some of the heat index values right before sunrise were still in the nineties. So 
it's just it's brutal out there and with the the amount of moisture that's in the air you know you just sweat you gotta stay hydrated i just don't want people to let their guard down on this either because i know that you know like oh it's been hot for a few months now but you can't just take a break from you know taking care of your body so just hope people are still uh, taking this seriously because it's a you know this heat you know thankfully we haven't had any big issues that i know of for heat related illnesses here locally but we want to keep it that way so yeah exactly and um, we have to remind you every day then we will yeah that's that's our job we're going to remind you and, and make sure that you are aware of that and the biggest thing to do when it's hot like this as, as you're we're kind of used to it it's really not much different than we've been seeing here uh for the beginning half of the week and into the, from the weekend as well but what's going to happen is our temperatures are going to be a little bit warmer. So everyone's going to see, oh, my goodness, we're into the upper 90s. But our dew points, which tell us how much moisture is in the air and basically tell us how quickly you're going to sweat. Those dew points were actually in the upper 70s. And I saw a lot of 80-degree dew points, which is unheard of. I remember posting about that uh, late yeah. last week into this week. And that is just extreme moisture. And you combine the two, and that's when you're going to get some high uh, heat index values. But thankfully... As our temperatures are increasing a few degrees with those upper 90s, our dew points are actually going to be, looks like, more in the low 70s as opposed to the upper 70s. So the heat index values are still going to be about the same what they were when we had those temps in the low to mid 90s. Uh, So it's going to be very borderline heat advisor criteria. The heat advisor criteria for our area is 110 degrees or hotter, feels like, uh, for at least, I think it's two hours, two to three hours or so. Yeah, it's... It's definitely hot, you know, to give you guys some perspective, we've been in the mid upper nineties for a lot of areas and the average high this time of the year is I mean it's eighty nine for the third, drops down to eighty eight on the fourth for Savannah specifically, but uh, you know, we're running over five degrees above average for the actual temperature. Now, for folks that um are eager for the cooler temperatures, now I can't, can't we can't guarantee anything weather wise with how this year's going, but if you look at climate data, here's a little bit of good news. So the 27th is just, what, three and a half weeks away. Average high drops five degrees to 83. Now, I don't know that we're going to see those lower 80s around, but I'll definitely take, uh, you know, I'll side on the, the climate data side on that. And also the average low is 71. We were way above that. We were still in, you know, the 80 degree range of sunrise today. But if you look all the way at the end of the month, the last morning of, of September, the average low is 63. So are we going to hit 63? Probably with the front coming through later on. But it's not. I don't think we're going to be consistently cool until probably at least closer to the end of October. We never, we never are consistently cool until we get you know, past mid-October typically. Yeah, it's exactly right. So even though we have this cold front, in quotes here, coming in right. Uh, right. here late su- late Saturday, more so for Sunday as it moves further south of the area. We're going to go from the extreme heat, which is the upper 90s, and it will cool us down. We're talking about a 10-degree cool down, which is big for this time of the year. So we go from upper 90s, and we should be back to more seasonal levels, as you mentioned, a lot of upper 80s to about 90 degrees, starting on Sunday. So we are going into our Labor Day weekend, and a lot of people are going to be trying to go out and enjoy kind of the last unofficial uh, weekend of summer. Um, but we still need to be careful. You still need to practice your social distancing. 
And if you're going out there, you will start out hot. We're still looking at mid-90s on Saturday, but we drop back to the upper 80s starting on Sunday, and we'll continue even for our Labor Day. Yeah, and then going into next week, too, we see a little bit of an increased rain chance that can help hold temperatures down a little bit, which definitely for me would be welcome. My AC has just been running nonstop, even pumping it up a, a little bit. But I don't think we're going to come close to the record, you know, for Labor Day itself, for Savannah, the highest uh, max temperature is 101, so at least we're not going to have to worry about that. Um, average high, like we were just talking about averages, is 88. That's a little bit more manageable, I think. And, you know, the little chance of rain out there, I don't think, you know, there's any reason to cancel any outdoor plans. If anything, it'd be good for us to get some fresh air and, um, and enjoy the slight cool down. But uh, just kind of interesting to see how everything's playing out. It's, you know, the official end of summer, as some people see it. And right on cue, we get a, a cool front, if you will. Yeah, they, it, it kind of times out that way usually. And we are going to keep it uh, very nice. Again, that, that rain chance you mentioned is really looking at high pressure building to the north, more of an onshore flow. There's yeah. nothing really which is going to bring us, you know, widespread all-day rains. But that onshore flow will give us at least a chance for seeing some scattered showers in here uh, starting on Sunday and continuing into the beginning of next week. So that could impact some of your uh, Labor Day plans. Yeah, and, and not to get too off track but talking about the high and everything that's going to determine for more so the the midwest and the south central plains where this cold air how far it dives south and you know i've got family in in texas and friends in oklahoma that's where i went to school so i I have a high interest in that area for their weather it's so interesting over there too um next week i think it's wednesday morning we're talking wind chills dave Potentially in the 30s in Oklahoma. That's crazy. Wow. I didn't so know that. So I know that. it's just model data, but it's possible. It's definitely possible. For as far south as, as you know, the panhandle of Oklahoma and, and areas like that for September to have wind chills in the 30s, it is a powerful cold front. It's just not, it's, we're just not going to necessarily see anything like that. But it is a sign of, of change, at least, of, you know, season, one season coming to an end, the transition period there. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, I think you mentioned this earlier, are looking forward to the change of the seasons, looking forward to fall, trying to put all this COVID stuff and everything behind us, try to get some type of normalcy out there, uh, maybe maybe having the kids go back to school as opposed to uh, at least one of my kids are still home uh, right now, online schooling, while well, the other one is back at school. But, you know, uh, even uh, me, I think you're working. Are you working from home still part-time a little uh, bit? I am uh, for uh, at least a few days just, just because, and, you know, no worries here. But um, it will be nice whenever, you know, we walk into the station and there's more than a handful of our colleagues there. Yeah, it, it's so weird. Uh, ever since everybody started working from home, you go into the station and there's literally – five people <laughs> that are yeah, because everybody weekend, else you know, is working from home you know we we run the station with just you know a skeleton crew and we get it done which is wild but it's just uh it's funny to walk in there especially on the weekends and you're like wow there's you can count us all on one hand and it's just crazy to think of how the technology has advanced and, and how much we can actually do from home these days. Yeah, I worked, uh, I filled in for you this past uh, Sunday. So I worked yes, the weekend evening. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, but I was just, <laughs> to your point, there was like, it was me, Amanda, and I think Nancy. we had a producer, and Nancy. Uh, that was it. It was three of us. 
<laughs> in the studio. It, yeah, it's All and right. then you've got the uh, you know, of course we're running master control, so we've we've got everything on WTOC, even when we're not on it on in the newscast, but it's quiet. I mean, you definitely can get some some work done on the weekends, less people to talk to. I, I love talking to my coworkers, but it's easier to just sit down and, and kind of make some new graphics and things like that on the weekends. Exactly. It's, it's a whole different ball game there. But all right, uh, let's wrap this up. We talked about your tropics. We're going to continue to watch that. Hopefully you do as well. Don't forget, you get all that activity on the WTOC First Alert weather app. You can track any of the activity there. And, of course, on our Hurricane Center page at WTOC.com. And we'll see what happens with these temperatures. And uh, hopefully the next time we do this podcast, we got maybe maybe some 60s in the forecast. Oh, Who I knows? So. Who knows? But I will say, I, I think I'll end on this for me. It's, you know, talk, if, if we're in September doing a podcast, you know, within two weeks of peak hurricane season and our main focus right now are temperatures, I'll take it. Yeah, yes. Let's uh we don't want to jinx anything. It's like when you're someone's got a no hitter, we don't talk to him, we don't we no, don't jinx don't it. Know. We just just let it ride and we all just thank right. thank our lucky stars. All right, on that note, we uh thank you for joining us for another edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast.